0: you go that's the uh, ponty market double play for this hour it was glass animals and heat waves and before that dodgy and good enough and as promised let's find out about, uh, more now about ponty children's book festival because it's announced today it's stellar 2021 program as the event grows into a two-day extravaganza of reading writing and storytelling and it's only the fourth time they've done this. And, of course, the last couple of years, they've had to do it online as a virtual event as well. And we'll find out what all the difficulties and challenges of doing that are right now. Because I've got uh, Kerith Mathias, who is a uh, spokesperson for it. What is your official position, Kerith? And good morning.
1: Good morning. Hi. I, I'm the director of the festival.
0: So you're the big cheese. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, we've got a fantastic team uh, behind us and some great volunteers, too, that we would never be able to put the festival on without them, too.
0: Well, I remember the excitement of the first one because we were involved on the day because, I mean, those days people were allowed to meet in the same place. <laughs>
1: indeed, yes. Was yes, that indeed. really four years ago? It was. It was four years ago in uh, the museum Museum. Yes, and, and you very kindly came along and uh, chatted to... The children and some of our authors that, that were there on the day, yes, yeah, so we can't wait to be able to meet in person again. But as you say, we're having to hold the festival online again this year. Um, we hope to be back in person next year. Um, but yes, yeah, so this year's festival is online again and it's our biggest one yet. So we're spread over two days this time and we've got some really, really great names that we're really excited to, to bring you.
0: Well, like David Baddiel, for example.
1: Indeed, yes. So David Baddiel, he'll be talking to us about his uh, latest book, Future Friend. It's his seventh book. So he'll be uh, being interviewed by Alex Humphreys, who is a CBBC and BBC Wales presenter. So we're very excited uh, about that event. We've also got Kate Pankhurst, who is a descendant of the famous suffragette Emmeline Pankhurst. So she'll be talking to us about her latest book in her Fantastic Women series. Uh, again, we're very excited about that. We've got lots of big names, obviously, lots of local talent too. I'm really excited to have the Children's Laureate for Wales, Eloise Williams, involved again. She's been involved with us every single year since the beginning, and she's she's just wonderful, wonderful storyteller, wonderful uh, writing workshop she'll be running for us this year for children. Um, We also have uh, a new book that we'll be uh, helping to launch, which is The Mab, uh, which is a retelling of the Mabinogion, the ancient Welsh folk tales. Uh, There are a host of different authors contributing to that, and we'll have two of them. and They'll be reading um, some of their stories uh, from the book that have never been heard in public before. So we're very excited about that as well. And we have a whole host of other things. We have illustrators adventure, story time, uh, lots and lots of things to keep you occupied all weekend long.
0: Excellent. Well, it's um, it's an amazing lineup and and huge uh, diversity of content there. So, yeah, it's something for everybody. I mean, do you find in the 21st century it's hard to attract the attention of children or are they attracted because they always love a good story?
1: Yes, I think children are always attracted to a good story. And, um, you know, we, we always try and put on a really diverse range of events. To, to keep people excited, um, you know the, the children love listening to the authors talk about their books and read from reading from their books. But they also like to get involved themselves, so that's why we run um, storytelling sessions and writing sessions as well. There's also we have the uh, the illustrator Rebecca Harry. Um, she's most recently illustrated Lucy Owen's um, new book, which has just been released, and she'll be teaching the children to make a book um so how to draw a book and put a book together themselves so um we you know we have a whole range of things to to keep the children involved and yeah they they're so wonderful and keen and um yeah absolutely love getting involved in the bookish world which is just brilliant to see
0: well i suppose although none of us would have chosen what's happened in the last year that there must be some silver linings like i suppose if it's a virtual event it's probably easier to get some of the big names isn't it because they can appear you know on the internet
1: yes it's it's allowed us to cast our net a little wider i think this year but you know in in having the virtual events and having these big names what we then hope to do is to build on that in person you know when we're back Mm. as an in-person festival next year and um hope to attract these people to Ponte because Ponte has so much to offer mm. um, so you know it's it's not just the festival for um, people in the area you know we hope to attract people into Ponte to to come and see the museum see the wonderful new library have a wander around wonderful Anisangharad Park and to draw these big names in so um, as you say you know it's, it's allowed us to cast our net a little wider but um, it's something that we're really hoping to build on and to replicate in person next year.
0: No that's marvelous I mean I think in in the future though you know we, the thing is we can't go back to where we were before can we because so there's been so much advance in the zoom thing and all of that and, and it, obviously it's been a major benefit for, for children who have a decent web connection than all the other yeah. issues at least at, at during the you know the the prolonged um period away from school they've been able to at least keep in touch and so on but in events mm-hmm. like yours, the fact you were able to hold one last year you know you <laughs> must have taken quite a lot of head scratching but but yeah. that technique means that you can now incorporate where people aren't able to come in person and I a hundred percent back you know your your idea of getting the bigger names in person you know into sort of a I don't know a Pontevedre version of "Hey on Why," you know, where where, where presidents come. <laughs> that would be that would be good. Yeah, that would be fantastic. <laughs> but but you've now got that tool in your you know armory yeah. of of the virtual event to add a bit of icing to the cake, if you like.
1: Yes, absolutely, and it's uh, that kind of hybrid event is something that we will definitely be taking forward. Um, and also, you know, we we plan to hold events throughout the year as well. So one off events with authors um throughout the year, which we can then hold virtually, so it'll be a mixture going forward um but we don't want to lose that in person um the in person touch as well because it's really important you know when when everybody gets together um and you know hears the stories in person it there's just an extra um little bit of magic mm. there as well, I think with that.
0: Uh, There's nothing like a storyteller being in the room telling you at all, is there? There's still, which is really great, because you think 21st century, it's all technology and holograms. But actually, somebody who can really tell a story holding, you know, spellbinding a a room full of children is is still a magical thing, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. And, um, you know, that it's something that we've been keen to draw some of the best storytellers around to the festival. And, you know, I think we've got some really great ones. Uh, for everyone to enjoy, not just the children, for their families to enjoy this
0: year too. So it's in May. Uh, it's uh, Saturday the 15th um, and Sunday the, Sunday the uh, 16th. Um, yes. And for the, as you say, the first time a two-day festival. Obviously, it's slightly too early to be live events, so it's going to be a virtual event a- again. Where yes. do people go to find out more? I mean, all those amazing attractions and people you were talking about, how do they find out when they're appearing and how they can see them and so on?
1: Well, all the information is on our website, which is pontykidsbookfest.co.uk, so we have our full program up there. You can also register for tickets there. Now, we operate a pay-what-you-like system, and the tickets are actually capped at £3, so you can pay from nothing to £3 if you'd like to donate to help us put on the festival in the future. Um, So you can register on our website. Uh, Keep in touch with us on social media as well. We're on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram and all our information goes up there too and we'll be sharing little bits and bobs ahead of the festival as well on our social media. So keep an eye across all of that and you'll be able to keep in touch with us.
0: Magic, magic and absolutely well and we'll happily post you know things that you send out and mention That's them absolutely. on the radio as well. Now can I just check that uh, that web address again is it Ponty Kids Book Fest? .co.uk, .co, okay. yeah, uk yeah. magic that's brilliant all right well Kereth, thank you it's been great talking to you i'm, I'm so thank glad you. it's kept going despite everything and, oh, thank and you, you know and it's going from strength to strength that's marvelous
1: brilliant thank you for your
0: support no problem